0: Jai radha madhava kunja bihari
1: kunja
0: bihari jaya gopi janavala bhava girivaradhari Jaya Gopi Janavalla Bhav Girivaradhari Jashodhanandana Jashoda nandana ranjana Yamuna teeravan chari Yamuna teeravan chari Jaya jaya, jaya, tanya, jaya jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Jaya Chaitanya Nityananda Jayad Chandrajaya Chandra Jaya Gora Bhakta Brinda Jayad Beta Chandra Jaya Gora Bhakta Brinda Jaya Jaya -jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Nityananda. Jayad Vaitha Chandra Jaya Gora Bhakta Brinda Jayad Vaitha Chandra Jaya Gora Bhakta Brinda Jaya Veta Chandra Jaya Bhakta Brindar Haribhaal, Haribal Haribhaal Gora Goura Nitya Goranga Hari Ba, Hari Ba, Hari Ba, Haribo Goraha Hari Ba.
1: Jaya
0: Jaya Prabhupada, Prabhupada.
1: Prabhupada, jaya jaya Prabhupada,
0: jaya Jagat Guru, Srila Prabhupada, Jagat Guru, Srila Prabhupada, jaya Jaya Patita pavan, shila Srila Prabhupada. Patita Padhan Srila Prabhupada. Jaya Bhakti Vedanta Prabhupada bhakti vedanta <laughs> Prahupad,
1: prabhupad, prabhupad, jaya pada Prabhupada, prabhu jaya prabhu pa Jaya,
0: Jaya Gurudev, Gurudev, Guru Dev, Guru Jaya Jaya Guru Jayom Vishnapada pra Mahant Sukrivadi Chajya Stotasita Sri His Divine Grace, Srila Bhaya Charanarvindam Bhaktivedanta Swimaharaj, Srila Prabadi Ki Jai, iskcon founder a chaja, BBT founder chaja, Srila Prabadi Ki Jai, Jai Krantaraja, Shrimad, Bhagavatam Mahapurana ki jai, Sri Chaitanya Chaitama ki Kijaya, the holy appearance of the original supreme personality of God Lord Shri Nityananda Balaram Mahaprabhu ki jai, Sri Nityananda Treodasi ki jai, Shri Shri Radha Kalachanji ki jai, Shri Gora Bhakta Vrinda ki jai, Nithai Gora Primanande Hari Hari Bo, all glories to the assembled devotees, Hare Krishna, all glories to the assembled devotees, Hare Krishna, all glories to the assembled devotees, Hare Krishna. All glories, all glories to Shri, Shri Guru and Gaurangal. Glories to you, Srila Prabhupada. So, thank you very much, everybody, for attending today's Sunday Feast program. Please repeat after me Jaya Jaya Shri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Advaita Chandra Jaya Gaura Bhakta Brinda. Jaya jaya Shri Chaitanya jaya Nityananda Jaya, jaya Tvita Chandra jaya Gora, jaya, Chandram, jaya Gora Bhakta brinda Jaya jaya Shri Chaitanya jaya Nityananda. Jaya, jaya Jai Advaita Chandra Jai Gaurabhakta Brinda, Jai Shri Sri Gaur Nithai Ki Jai Shri Chaitanya Charitamrita Ki Jai So today we're reading from Shri Chaitanya Charitamrita, Antilila, chapter 20, text number 12 and then I'll talk about Lord Nityananda in relation to this verse. And if any, if you know this verse, you can chant along with me. This is the first verse of the six (laughs) astrayam. Chaito darpanam bhava mahadavagni nirvapanam Shre keirva chandrika vitaranam vidyavadu jivanam Anandam buddhivadhanam prativadam purna mritta svadhanam. Sarvatmas param vijayate shri Krishna sankirtanam. Anybody like to repeat that? Jai Vakram Ajanam Bhava Mahadavagnir Vapanam Shreya Kherva Chandrika Vitaranam Vidyavadu Jeevanam Anandam Buddhi Vardanam Pratipadam Purinam Ritasvadanam param Anybody else? Sriya-chattapanam <speaking in the language> arjanam bhava mahada Nirvapanam. shriya Shri- 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 chirva chandrika chandrika vitaranam vidyavadujivanam. shriya Pratipa. Anandam Buddhipadanam Pratipadam purnam ritasvadanam. Sarvatmasnapanam param jete shri Krishna sanketanam. Thank you. Marajis, anybody? No? Okay. Chaito dharpanam arjanam bhava mahada nirvapanam shrekha irvachandrika vitaranam vidyavadu jivanam anandam buddhivardhanam pratipadam purinam Param Vijayate shri Krishna Sanketanam Anybody else? Chaito Dharpanam Bhava Mahadavagni Nirvapanam Shreya Kherava Chandrika Vitaranam Vidyavadu jivanam. Anandambadivadanam pratipadam purinam itasvadanam Satnam param shri Krishna sankirtanam Chetaha, of, of the heart Darpana, Darpana. The, mirror. the mirror Marjanam, Marjanam. cleansing, cleansing. Bhava, Bhava, of material existence Mahadavagni, Mahadavagni The blazing forest fire, blazing forest fire. Nirvapanam, Nirvapanam Extinguishing, extinguishing. Shreha, Shreha Of good fortune, fortune. Keirava, the, the white lotus Chandrika, Chandrika. The moonshine the moon Vitaranam, Vitaranam Spreading, spreading. Vidya of all, of all education. Vadhu. Vodhu. Wife. wife. jivanam, The life. life. Ananda, Ananda. Of bliss. bliss. Ambudi. The, the ocean. Vardhanam. Vardhanam. Increasing. increasing. Pratipadam. Pratipadam. At every step. At every step. Purna, amrita, Purna amrita. Of the full nectar. Asvadanam, giving a taste, sarva for everyone, atmasnapanam, bathing of the self, param, transcendental, Vijayate, let there be victory, Sri Krishna Sankirtanam, for the congregational chanting, of the holy name of Krishna. So translation, please repeat after me. Let there be all victory for the chanting of the holy name of Lord Krishna, which can cleanse the mirror of the heart and stop the miseries of the blazing fire of material existence. That chanting is the waxing moon that spreads the white lotus of good fortune for all living entities. It is the life and soul of all education. The chanting of the holy name of Krishna expands the blissful ocean of transcendental life. It gives a cooling effect to everyone and enables one to taste full nectar at every step. So again, let there be all victory for the chanting of the holy name of Lord Krishna, which can, number one, cleanse the mirror of the heart. And number two, Stop the miseries of the blazing fire of material existence. And number three, That chanting is the waxing moon that spreads the white lotus of good fortune for all living entities. Number four, It is the life and soul of all education. Number five, The chanting of the holy name of Krishna expands the blissful ocean of transcendental life. Number six, It gives a cooling effect to everyone. And number seven, it enables one to taste full nectar at every step. So, this verse is a set, the first verse in a set of eight verses known as the Shiksha Astaka. Siksha means to give knowledge, to give education, to inform, so that a person may live their life happily, may live their life successfully. So, that's called Siksha. And ashtaka means eight. So these are the eight verses for the greatest education anybody can receive in creation. And this is spoken by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is none other than Radha and Krishna in the mood of separation from the pastimes that happen in union. On, on, on the In the paintings that you see around here, these are all paintings of pastimes happening in union where what is happening is Radha and Krishna and Lord Balaram and then their associates are all enjoying blissful leela or pastimes uh, in different paintings. You'll see the different leelas. But we have become separated from them. We are now in the material world, and so we become separated. So in separation also leela happens, and it's called vipralamba leela. So in this separation leela... Krishna also comes and joins us because he realizes there's actually more fun in the separation leela than in the union leela. Now that is counterintuitive because generally people in the material world want to go back to Godhead, right? They want to go back to the union again. But in the process of going back to the union, amazing things happen in their lives. Amazing things that cause so much happiness in the lives of the personalities who are practicing Krishna consciousness that when you ask them, would you give up your Krishna consciousness for billions of dollars or even trillions of dollars, they'll say no. No amount of money, no amount of anything will uh, cause any one of us to give up our Krishna consciousness, which is actually the process of going back home, back to Godhead. Now, why is that? What is it that causes people not to want to give up their Krishna consciousness. The answer is that in their practice of Krishna consciousness, they come to realize that actually the greatest happiness is in Krishna consciousness. The greatest happiness is in once again associating with Krishna, with Radharani, and particularly in the, in the separation pastimes with Lord Gauranga and Lord Nityananda. So who is Lord Nityananda? Lord Nityananda is none other than Lord Balaram but in separation leela. So Lord Balaram, going to who Lord Balaram is, Lord Balaram is the person who arranges all the, all the settings that need to be made for wonderful pastimes to happen. Just like imagine there's a, a wonderful drama that is going to happen or a great movie is going to be made, then there is a, there's some arrangements. There's a set. There are settings for the drama. You know, the props, the location, the all the paraphernalia that's going to go into the drama, and similarly in a movie, you know, we call it location again, and all the things that are set up so that the movie will be a great movie, right? And we see sometimes the greatest movies are intergalactic; they're not just from one uh, planet. They involve many planets, right? If you look at Star Wars, for example, Star Wars takes you through many planets. You see what I'm saying? And so it's very exciting, right? Because you get to see some other planets and you get to see what's happening on those planets and things like that. So similarly, Lord Balaram arranges pastimes that are so amazing that in the spiritual world, you won't visit the same place twice ever in your life and that's your eternal life. So in eternity, no place is familiar to you in the sense that, oh, I know this place. I've seen this place before, you won't feel like that at all. That's how expert he is in arranging the drama. So it's always very exciting. Because when you don't know what's gonna happen, right? It's very exciting, right? Especially if it turns right, after it happens, and everything turns ecstatic, you feel like, wow, that was some experience. You know? That's why we notice in this world, some people like to live on the edge. They say living on the edge, right? They put themselves at risk. And when the risk pays off, they feel so happy, they feel like, Oh, that was an achievement, you know, that was extraordinary, like that. So Lord Balaram is actually like that. He makes all these wonderful arrangements. And then, when we, the living entities, So we, the living entities, also are filled with that excitement, and sometimes out of our over-excitement, we decide, let's leave the spiritual world and go to the material world, and check the material world out. <laughs> and that's why we're here. We're in this world because we wanted to check out the material world. In checking out the material world, we found out that the material world is not quite the same as the spiritual world. There are a lot of issues here. (laughs) Because the material world is characterized by two words, Dukhalaya and Asashrutam, which means misery and instability. These two things are very common in this world. But what is exciting about this world is if you practice Krishna consciousness, the same misery and instability don't affect you as much. You notice today when the kirtan was going on, how many people were singing and dancing with abandon, right? I mean, why would you have that feeling of abandoning the location you're in if you are not happy? You know, there's abandonment because there's so much happiness. This is why people go to nightclubs, because they want to get out of the misery. They want to have a good time. They want to party and have a good time, right? So this is a party as well, except that it's happening in the daytime. It's not a nightclub. It's a full-day party. You know, it's a 24-7 party. We will see in future temples coming up that will be running 24-7. We haven't still had uh, that happen yet. But there are places where they do 24-7 kirtans like that. And they do dance and sing while they're doing the kirtan. But in the future, you will see, because life is going to become such, that people are going to be working all hours of the day. Some people It's already happening in some ways, right? Some people work during the day, some people work during the night. And so the work, those who work in the night, they can come in the day, those who are in the work in the day can come in the night to programs like that. But in the spiritual world, because everybody is totally empowered, uh, there is no need to sleep, there is no need to rest, because everybody's energy just keeps increasing. And so there, they party 24-7. There's, there's, it's a non-stop party, chanting, feasting and dancing, like that. So Lord Nityananda who is none other than Lord Balaram, when it comes to this world, he creates the same atmosphere so that we can be happy. And what is his name? His name is Nityananda. Nitya means eternal. Ananda means bliss. He's always happy. Everybody else might get angry or a little, you know, uh, uh, sort of like frustrated at times. Even the lords can get angry. But Lord Nityananda never gets angry. Never gets frustrated. He's always smiling. Even when nasty things happen to him, he's still smiling. Because he's Nityananda. And he why he does that, is that because we are his children. Lord Nityananda is the Supreme Lord himself. How do we understand that? In the Shrimad Bhagavatam, it is stated, Aham evasam evagre, Nanyad yatsadasat param, Paschadham yadeit accha, Yovishishyetasarasmeyam. The Acharyas describe that there was nobody in creation except Krishna. Then from his right he manifests Lord Balaram, and from his left Radharani and the Lord, Lord Balaram, from him come all the Lords. All the incarnations of the Lord come through Lord Balaram, like that. And Lord Balaram is none of them, Lord Nityananda. And we are considered to have four types of relationships, and it could be all four, but the four types of relationships we have is that we're eternal servants of God. Jivera Surupuhoe, Nitera das. So each and every one of us is an eternal servant of God. Secondly, we're eternally part and parcel of God. He says, Loka jiva Bhuta sanatanaha." That every one of us is eternally His part and parcel. Thirdly, each and every one of us is His child. He says, Aham Biji Pradapitaha. I am the seed-giving father of all living entities. And finally, each and every one of us is very much loved by Krishna. Krishna loves each and every one of us more than we can even love ourselves. And there the verse says, Suhridam Sarvabhutanam. He is the Suhrida, means the greatest lover of Sarvabhutanam, means of every living entity. So we have these four tight relationships with God. So some of us who are parents, we realize that in the case of our children, we want our children to be happier than we are in our lives. It's a mark of a good parent. That the children will become happier than we are in our lives. Similarly, God wants us to be happier than He is. Lord Nityananda wants us to be happier than He is. And He makes that arrangement. He says, all you have to do is chant my name once, Nitai, or Nityananda, or chant any of Krishna's names, Krishna, Rama, like that. And He said, I will become your servant. And I'll become like your genie. I'll do anything for you. Whatever you desire, I'll fulfill your desire. I mean, how nice is that, right? where in a philosophy do you hear that God is ready to become the servant of the living entity, of every living entity, by the way. So we have this great fortune of coming to know this great personality, Lord Nityananda. And what he likes the most is that we come together and chant the holy names of God together. And that is called Sankirtan. And when you do this Sankirtan, there are seven benefits that we get, which we just read today. The first being that it cleanses the mirror of the heart because our heart has been uh, uh, contaminated by a lot of material things that cause the heart not to actually reflect and actually live fully. So what's happening is because our lives have been contaminated by materialism, we tend to become sad, we tend to become morose, uh, frustrated, angry, anxious, depressed, all these things happen to us. The Lord doesn't want that. Just like any parent, if he sees that his child or her child is unhappy, they will try to do something to make that child happy again. You see, like when the child was crying, I was saying to another, just take care of the child. Make sure the child is happy. Play with the child, let the child play. Don't worry about anybody else. That is the focus a parent must have on a child. Now, we might say, well, that's not very good parenting advice. It's actually the best parenting advice. There is no better parenting advice than to love your child. If you really love your child, your child will grow up to be a strong, nice person. That's what love does to people. True love does that to people. So, God wants that of us as well. So, he likes us to cleanse our hearts. Because we cleanse our hearts, our hearts become purified. And in purified consciousness, you can actually be with God every moment in your life. You can experience the presence of God. But it's the contamination that doesn't allow us to experience it. You see what I'm saying? And so the Lord wants the mirror of the heart to be cleansed. And when we chant Hare Krishna in union, do this Sankirtan, this is the first benefit that we get. Our hearts become cleansed. And you'll notice people will sing and dance, which they won't do otherwise. But they'll do it in a Kirtan. Because the heart's becoming cleansed like that. The second advantage is that it stops the miseries of material existence. Now we know in material existence there are lots of different miseries that afflict us. And it's like an unlimited number of miseries, one after the other, somehow afflicting us. So this process of Sankirtan actually completely stops. That misery, now that doesn't mean that you, all the miseries are going to immediately end, but what it means is that it will wind down. Just like, you know, if a fan is rotating at full speed, and imagine that that's what material life is like, then we turn the switch off, right? Then what's going to happen? That fan is going to come down to a halt. But the fact is that as the temperature drops, just like when you fall sick and we have high temperature, like 104, 105, as the temperature drops, you start feeling better. You already start feeling better. This is one principal reason why devotees will not give up their Krishna consciousness. Because they're feeling better. They know it's just a matter of time. It's going to get better, much better, and much better, and much better. And then at the end of this life, all the, uh, uh, the miseries will be over like that. The third benefit is that the chanting is the waxing moon that spreads the white lotus of good fortune for all living entities. The waxing moon means the moon is becoming bigger and bigger and bigger. Right now, for example, this this cycle is the waning moon. The moon is becoming smaller and smaller and smaller. Today was, I think, the first day, right? Today is the first day of the waning moon. So when the moon has fully waned, it is called a new moon. And then from that point again, the moon starts waxing and growing and becoming bigger and bigger. So this is the one that allows, the chanting allows our... Uh, uh, good fortune to increase more and more and more and more and more all the time. And especially devotees who have been in the movement long enough like 10 years, 20 years 30 years, especially at 30 years because Prabhupada said it takes around 30 to 40 years for us to get rid of all of our contamination and then you really experience this but those who have around been around even for 10 years notice that every 5 year cycles they do feel that their Krishna consciousness is becoming better. And things are actually working out a lot more for, their, for themselves like that. And then the fourth benefit it gives is that it is the life and soul of all education. Because what is the purpose of education? The purpose of education is to inform us so that we may live our lives nicely. It is the knowledge which we can then apply, understand and apply to make our lives greater lives, better lives, more extraordinary, happier, etc., like that. But actually, the ultimate purpose of education is to give us perfection, which means that not only I have understood the knowledge and I can apply it in my life, but I can show somebody else how to do it too. I can replicate the process with somebody else. That is called perfection. So learn, apply, perfect. That's the idea. And that's real education. Otherwise... The education that we receive, if it doesn't make these three things happen, then it's not really education. It may be called education, but it is not real education because it's harmful to the living entity not to become happier. It's harmful to the devotee to become more miserable. And sometimes education does that to people. It forces people to do things they don't want to do, etc. It doesn't work. So when you do congregational chanting, It actually is the soul of all education, the heart and soul of all education, so things adjust in a way that we can become truly happy in our lives. Then the fifth uh, advantage it gives is that the holy name expands the blissful ocean of transcendental life. So what does it mean to have transcendental life? Transcendental life means that we transcend the miseries of this world. We transcend materialism. We're able to free ourselves so that we can do more Then this world will allow us to do. Because this world is a very restricting world. Everything we're restricted. For example, you can't sleep all the time. You can't stay awake all the time. You can't eat all the time. You can't sleep all the time. You know? Things have to stop. Even your breathing has to stop. (laughs) At some point you're going to die and your breathing is going to stop. You see what I'm saying? So everything is temporary. But the soul wants things permanently. We don't want temporary. We want permanent happiness, not temporary happiness. So to get permanent happiness, we have to transcend temporary happiness. And what this does, which is congregational chanting of the Holy Name, it allows us to transcend. This is why a lot of times we will hear in the pastimes of very advanced devotees, they're able to do extraordinary things that transcend the norms of material life. Like Prabhupada is a good example, right? In 10 years, he wrote 80 books. It's not very easy to do, you know. And and these books are not just any book. Every book was filled with such powerful information. The level of these books is any one of these books can challenge the rest of the books put together, you know, out there like that. And he wrote 80 of them like that. He gave uh, uh, something like 5,000 lectures in those same 10 years. You know, he met around 50,000 people and encouraged them in their Krishna consciousness. He traveled around the world can't remember how many times it was now, but uh, 12, times. 12, I'm sorry, 14 times. 14 times he traveled around the world, right? Uh, so, so if you look at all the things that he did, it's not possible for a person to do that in 10 years, especially after you've turned 70 in age. I mean, you know, some of us, as we're getting older, we're realizing how age can affect us, you know, we're being forced to slow down because our bodies don't keep up as well. When you're older. But in his case, he started the movement at the age of 70. And that too, after three heart attacks. You know, most people after one heart attack will retire, right? They'll be like, okay, I'm done. Now I'll just take long walks and I'll do this. And I'll eat fresh and this, that, and and hopefully survive. So I don't have another attack like that. So we can see that this is something extraordinary. So what caused that extraordinariness, he himself says, is the congregational chanting of the Holy Name. And if you ask any of the Acharyas who have done amazing, amazing things, miraculous things, way beyond what we think are miracles in this world. We think to walk on water is a miracle. There are people who can walk on air. What to speak of walking on water? Water is easier to walk on, air is harder to walk on. Because air is no density, you know. Water is some density you can walk on it, right? And there are people in the past who regularly walked on water. In the past, there were people who used to walk from one uh a place to another and used to cross uh you know lakes and seas walk over the lake and walk over the sea to cross over to the other side they had that what is called siddhi to be able to do that that is not considered extraordinary at all extraordinary means can you take can you make a person who is a, a rascal a really sinful person and turn them into a saint that's a miracle <laughs> that's hard to do you know Walking on water, well, you can get on a boat or fly over, but you know, how are you going to turn a a sinful person into a saint? What's your process? What's the process of turning your own self as 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 a sinful person into a saint? How is that going to happen? These are real miracles that are happening. And then transcending this world, where actually people in this world were able to travel to other planets without, you know, uh, uh, going on a Sputnik or whatever else they call them nowadays, you know, to go to the uh, uh, to go outside into this into into space. People could do that. In fact, even people are st- still able to do it right now. There are people able to do it. They can travel from one galaxy to another galaxy. So these are a little more exciting. But even they consider that to be not exciting. The most exciting thing is to get back into these pastimes because these pastimes are so amazing. So this is what this chanting does. It allows us to expand the blissful ocean of transcendental life so that our lives can transcend the restrictions, material restrictions of this world. Sixth thing is that it gives a cooling effect to everyone because this world is burning. I mean, you know, some people say it's also, you know, the weather. It's getting warmer, you know. The, what do they call it? Uh, global warming, like that. But even without global warming, it's pretty hot, you know. Even in cold countries, people are burning with pain, burning with uh, miseries. There's a blazing fire everywhere of existence. It's called the blazing fire of existence. So we like to cool down. We like to cool. We like to chill. So this is actually the process of feeling that cool down so that you can calm down and actually not allow our uh, emotions to have the better of us in our lives like that. And then the seventh is that it enables one to fully taste the nectar at every step. Because we all like to enjoy different things at every step in our life. And this allows us to taste the full nectar. And this is what pleases Lord Nityananda the most. So on his appearance day, he blesses us and he blesses us every day. That we may actually become truly happy in our lives. So we should pray to Lord Nityananda to actually allow us to serve him. Because although he is giving us so much the the real point is that we actually oh thank you we we actually uh, uh uh want to actually serve him you know to be served is one thing but to serve others is the real happiness of life you know asking and saying give me give me give me is fine but actually saying to someone take 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 is much more powerful Yes, we will have to take at times, but we should make every effort to also give. So we can say to the Lord, you give us everything, you've given us everything. The air to breathe, the water to drink, our intelligence, our mind, our body, uh, all the fortune that we have in our lives come from the Lord. So we thank the Lord for that, but now we want to do something for the Lord. And what the Lord says is, what pleases me the most is if you will just get together and chant the holy names of Krishna like that. That's why this movement is called the Hare Krishna movement. So that we'll come together and congregationally chant the holy names of Krishna. And that will give us all success. We can see in this movement, that has been the principal activity of this movement. And in the first 50 years of the movement, because religious movements are studied in 50-year cycles, in the first 50 years of this movement, the movement did more than all the other movements did in their first 50 years, multiplied by 100. Add all those movements up, whatever they did, add that all up, make it a sum total, multiply that figure by 100, and still doesn't equal what the Hare Krishna movement did in in its first 50 years. Why? This is the power of congregational chanting. This is what congregational chanting does. And we think, wow, that's a simple process. All you have to do is sing and dance. And of course, have some prasadam so you can do more singing and dancing. Right? But actually, that is the process. It may look simple, but it is most powerful. It's most powerful. It will change your character. You will become a very saintly person. You will become a very intelligent person. You will be able to speak very nicely. You will be able to relate with other people very nicely. People will like you. They will love you. They will say to you, please spend time with us. You know, that happens because of this congregational chanting. So please take to this process and because it is Lord Nithin's appearance day, this is the time when he just appeared we actually re-energize ourselves or recommit ourselves to this process and actually serving others so that they may also join the process. It's not that by them joining the process, the Hare Krishna movement will become a bigger movement, we'll have bigger temples and everything. That's not our interest at all. Our interest is that every person should experience full love of Krishna. They should experience full love of their father, their most beloved, the person who loves them more than the total creation can love them. We want everyone to have that experience. And that is the thing that pleases God the most. Okay, now we have experienced it. Can we please go out and help others have the same experience like that? Okay, thank you very much. We've gone a little over our time. Started a little late, so we went a little over our time. Um, anybody has any questions? Anything you'd like to ask? Who is leading the uh, Japa session today? Prabhupada, oh you didn't do that, very nice um, no, no questions, very good alright, so let's uh, go and take some prasadam for those of you who would like to stay back and do the chanting process, let's do that vanchakapa, thirubhashya, kripasandhu, beevacha patitanam pavanebhyo, bhya namo nama anantikoti veishnava brindaki jai sri nityananda balarama ki jai sri nityananda ram triyadesi mahatsava ki jai nitae gor phrimanande hari hari bo you. <laughs>